something is pursuing you. And what is pursuing you, my brother, my sister, my friend, it is not your village people pursuing you. What is pursuing you, it is not the masquerade in your nightmare that is still pursuing you. What is pursuing you is not your enemies, not at all, at all. What is pursuing you is not even your sins. If you want to know what is pursuing you, you will have to know the words of Psalm 23 and verse 6. I'm going to find out this morning whether you are still a Christian. I'm going to find out whether you are in the shallow. I'm going to find out whether you are deeper and deeper. When I ask you to join me to recite the words, don't put up the, don't put up the word scripture yet. Psalm 23 and verse 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell forever and ever. Amen. Now, multimedia, do the right thing. Give me Psalm 23 and verse 6. I want the New Living Translation. And this is what the word of the Lord is to you precisely this morning. The first translation says goodness and mercy, but did not say whose goodness. The New Living Translation says, surely your goodness, surely your unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. Somebody shout glory, hallelujah. Let me hear your glory, hallelujah. Help me tell your neighbor, say something they pursue you. Oh. Okay, something they pursue me. Goodness and unfailing love will pursue us all the days of our life. Now you can bring forth my slide like you were meant to do. And I said, do that. I want you to put your hand on your chest and say something is pursuing me. Look at what the scripture says, the passion translation says, so why would I fear the future? Why would I even fear the future? Why? For your goodness, come on now, and your love pursues me all the days of my life. Give the Lord a shout of appreciation this morning. Before I pray this morning, enough of, the, of people pursuing you in your dreams. Enough of your bills pursuing you. Enough of your village people pursuing you. Take your attention away from that. The real thing that is pursuing you is about to catch up with you, overtake you, and be your portion in the land of the living is God's goodness and his mercies. Somebody say amen and amen. Father, I want to thank you this morning. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for a word like this. And I didn't know it was going to be this morning. Thank you because we will take our attention away from what the devil wants us to focus on. Our bills, our inabilities, our failures, our enemies, the arrows that are being shot at our families. We take our attention away this today and we put our attention on the psalm of your love that tells us that surely your goodness and surely your unfailing love will pursue us all the days of our lives. So why then should we continue to fear the future? When your goodness and your love pursues us all the days of our life. Father, we want to thank you today. We open our hearts as the 
Him says to receive a sure word that will change our understanding, our focus, our direction, our cause, our joy, and our confidence and our faith to be revived in a most victorious way. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeah. Amen. Amen. As you sit down, look at yourself, say something they pursue me, something good they pursue me. Can I ask you this morning? Haven't you met Nigerians? They're always saying, my village people, they pursue me. Oh, come and say, Pastor, when are they dream? Basquerade, they pursue me. Some people will tell me, ah, one small man with big head, they pursue me. Enough of that. It is goodness and mercy that is pursuing you from today in the name of the Lord Jesus. <laughs> when I read this scripture in the New Living Translation, it said, surely your goodness you see, the new the King James Version, good as it is, is a little vague. It says goodness and mercy. And I, you can, the devil can say, whose goodness? This one tells me exactly what I need to know. Surely, of a certainty, another translation says, certainly, your goodness and your unfailing love will pursue me by an order, according to the order of God. And so... Today, if you are ever going to be delivered from what was pursuing you, that was not good, it has to be today, otherwise you're on your own. But help me tell your neighbor, today I'm going to change my mind. Because something good is pursuing you, something very, very good is pursuing you. My prayer is that you will not be running so fast that it will not catch up with you. My prayer is that you will not be confused and be going shallow because when God says something good to pursue you, he doesn't pursue you into the shallow. He's expected to meet you in the deep side. Glory to God. It didn't say something will catch up with you. It said it's pursuing you. It's chasing you. And God expects you to run towards where God wants you to be. And that is the direction where your blessing is going. And can I tell you the devil is a liar. Because if you go shallow, you're going to be easy picking. Like I showed you, like a, like a fish in a bowl. You can catch it with your hand. But if you go deep, what was pursuing you? will catch up with you. I'm talking the good thing, overtake you and will begin to predetermine how the rest of the year will be and how the new year is going to start. If you're the person I am preaching to this morning, say, thank you, Jesus. Something is pursuing you and it's not your village people. Something good is the word of the Lord to you is pursuing you, Grace Assembly. Something very good has left the heavens, is heading for you, is looking for you. My prayer is that it will catch up with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. These good things will first overtake every bad thing that used to pursue you. You don't understand that. Before, something was pursuing you and you were running. Today, I came and said, something new is pursuing you and this one is very good. But because something was closer to you before, that wasn't good. It has to first catch up with what was pursuing you that wasn't very good. And you know what he will do when it, when it catches up with them? It will dismantle it. It will destroy whatever was pursuing your destiny before that wasn't good for you. It will overpower them and these very good things will then overtake you and I. And then surround us and be our clothing forever and ever in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me explain this to you. For a long time now, we have been talking to you about going deeper and deeper. There hasn't been any sermon about a blessing. 
Because the real blessing comes after instruction. Don't let any preacher excite you. If there's no instruction and obedience, there's hardly the case that the blessing will come. This morning is your morning of blessing. My prayer is that you will receive it, you'll catch it like a good gold helper in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you've endured instruction. You've endured prayers. God is releasing the blessing this morning. And I am so specific. I don't want you to lose focus. If you want the year to end in blessing, listen carefully and jump into this blessing because I don't know about you. I don't want this year to end the way it started and I don't want next year to be like this year. Hello? I said hello. If you are with me, say I'm with you, Pastor. Now, I want to break it down to you. The New King James says, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. The New Living Translation says, goodness and unfailing love. Now, goodness is a word you have to understand. A lot of people speak words, but they are not like me. I'm a student of words. I study words and grammar. So, goodness, we're going to break it down today. First of all, from what word in Hebrew was goodness translated goodness? The word goodness is not in the original text. The original text was in Hebrew. And it is that word there that was translated by somebody into the word goodness. And you know that every word has alternatives. So goodness may not do it for you. I'm going to break it down for you today. The word goodness in the original Hebrew is the word top. T-O-B. And so top was translated goodness and that's fine. But top could also be translated good things or prosperity. So the word um, Psalm 23 verse 6 the New King James could have read prosperity and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Which one switch you past? Goodness or prosperity? You know Nigerians understand prosperity. Help me look your neighbor and say you go lie, you go lie. Don't you understand prosperity? So I would if I were to write my own Bible I would say prosperity and mercy Nigerian version. Praise God. Now, so the word goodness, good as it is, could easily mean the word good things. Well, if I were to ask you, goodness or good things, which one resonates more with you? Good things and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Is that not nearer my language than goodness? Goodness is too oimboish. Hello there. Someone say good things. Okay, say better things. Go follow me. Point at me. Point at me. Will follow me. When someone says goodness will follow you, if a preacher came and said goodness will follow you, and another preacher said better things will follow you, you will see the amen of better things will louder. Because that is our language. God is going to reach you according to your language and going to bless you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So good things, prosperity is what is pursuing you. Not just goodness. Not just goodness, good things and prosperity is what we're talking about. So when it is time for you to say amen, say the right kind of amen. The word mercy, goodness and mercy, was translated goodness and unfailing love in the New Living Translation. And again, before you know exactly how to relate with any blessing or instruction in the word of God, it is always so good to know that somebody translated the word mercy from a Hebrew word called hesed. 
H-E-S-E-E-D, H-E-S-E-D, has said, was translated mercy. So, for the New Living Translation, it was translated unfailing love. But truly, has said, actually, means favor. So, if I were to write the Nigerian version of Psalm 23, verse 6, I will say prosperity, or I will say better things, and favor shall follow you all the days of your life. No, 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 I can't hear you. I, I said prosperity, better things, and will follow you with favor all the days of your life. What kind of amen are you going to say? Uh-huh. Favor. This favor, from as the word has said, is not just favor. When I study it, it means favor that is based on God's loving kindness and merciful kindness. You know, there's a favor because it's favor. But this favor is based on God's loving kindness. Not just love. Kindness. Merciful kindness. So, Psalm 23 and verse 6. is such a dangerous psalm. A lot of people don't understand it. And it's a psalm that really points to the reality of deeper and deeper in Christ. Because it starts by acknowledging the word of God, that word God gave me for 2020. Say, let 2020 be the year where Jehovah is your shepherd. It starts by saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The ending is where the blessing is. But listen to me. It says, he will make me to lie down, which means I will submit to him to the extent that he can make me. If I, if I say that I, make, I will make you do something, it is saying that you may not want to do it. He makes me to lie down. It's the year where when you go deeper and deeper in Christ, it is not according to my will, but let your will be done. He makes me to lie down. You know, there's a place God will say, just keep quiet instead of talking. Just keep quiet and don't answer them. Just be calm. Don't, don't join the rat race with them. Don't be a hustler. No, no, no. Just be calm. And everything Nigerian in you wants to join the rat race. But he makes me to lie down. He leads me because I am not a stubborn goat. He leads me beside still waters. When the waters are still, you may feel nothing is going on here. When God leads you to a still place, it's so still, you wonder what can come out of this. But after the quiet comes the power. He leads me beside still water. And I'm calm, trusting in the shepherd of my soul. It says, thou restorest my soul. Meaning that after a year like this, anybody who says his soul is intact, is a fool, doesn't know what is going on. Because the year the Lord has to be your shepherd, you will have to have your soul to be restored to how it ought to be. Not as a recompense of all the troubles that the whole world has seen. He restored my soul. And he goes on to say, even at times, I will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In a year like this, you're going to go through seasons and times where it doesn't look like you even understand what is going on at all. The Passion Translation of verse 4 says, Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness, 
When you're going deeper and deeper with the Lord, he will not always take you to places where you're comfortable with. He will not take you according to your own map. No, 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 no. He says, even, he says, Lord, the tra Passion Translation says, Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you already have conquered me. A lot of us need for the Lord to conquer us. It was what uh, Pastor Tefer was talking about, circumcision of the heart. Because the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. It's a fear, even though when your path, your path, not my own, your path that you're taking me through, takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness. I will look around. I will have a choice to be afraid. But fear will never conquer me for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love, your loving kindness takes away my fears. I will never be lonely for I know that you're near. It says, and in verse 6, it says, so why will I fear the future? For your goodness and your love pursues me all the days of my life. Child of God, if you have been following the directions of the Lord to go deeper and deeper, there is a blessing that's going to dismantle all the things that used to make you afraid. And there's a blessing that's going to come upon you that you will look around and you say, I wish I knew this is how it, it was supposed to be. I would have moved closer to the Lord. I would have gone deeper and deeper a long time before now. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Psalm 23 verse 16. The message Bible says, your beauty and your love chase after me every day of my life. It's different from the New King James. That one says, goodness and mercy shall pursue me all the days of my life. That is, how can I put that? That is a statement that is all over the place. But this one is direct. The message says, your beauty and your love chase after me what? Come on, I want to hear you. No, no, I can't hear you. Every day of my life. You know, I like definitives. You see, broad blessings are so broad, sometimes I don't know where to place myself. But when it is definitive, like to say every day, which means you have no right to wake up in the morning and not expect prosperity and favor to show up in your life. Because God says what it means, it means what it says. The problem is you don't know. Another problem is you don't have an understanding. Another problem is you have no expectation. And for the person that does not know, that does not have an expectation, the enemy will divert the blessing. You have lost enough from now. Only good things. Uh, and favor based on loving kindness will visit us every day. I say every day of our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your beauty and your love chase after me every day of my life. Listen, I'm going somewhere with this message. I hope you better get this because if you don't, 
It is not my fault and it is not the Lord's fault. <laughs> when the Bible says every day of my life, it talks about the good things and prosperity. It talks about favor based on the loving kindness of God. Ought to pursue and chase after you every single day of your life. All this is talking about a daily, listen to me, a daily allocation. A daily allocation by the mandate of your father, Jehovah God, concerning your life. Because for too long, too many wrong things have been chasing you and pursuing you. Something good ought to overtake those things. That something good should overpower those bad things and begin to show up in your life as the evidence that you are the son of the king. How will they know if you continue to struggle? How will they believe your gospel if you don't break through? God knows these things. It says, this thing is all about a daily allocation. Let me hear you say daily allocation. A daily allocation of top and hesed by a divine allocation. Do you know what it means? When Jesus preached the gospel, it says, take no thoughts. What you eat, what you eat, what you eat, what you drink, what you wear. It says, your heavenly father knows what? That you have need of this thing. You know what this means? God knowing what you need every day. He pre-programs before you were born. All that you are going to need by Tob and Hesed. Every day, taking into recognition the arrows that they fired after your father, that missed your father, that is still pursuing you. The same arrow that some nonsense you did, that they are now pursuing you. And all kinds of things are pursuing you. He puts that into the calculation and releases a daily allocation. The allocation is not just to bless you, to deal with what wants to deal with you. Oh, I'm going somewhere today. Listen, the people that send those arrows, I have a message for them today. A daily allocation of Tob and Hesed. Hey, Psalm 125 verse 3, listen to this. The New International Version of the Bible says, The scepter of the wicked will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous. The scepter is the power or the, or, the, or the strength of your enemy is not allowed to fall on or to remain on what is allotted to the righteous. So every time they do it, it is not allowed. But it happens. Hello. It is not allowed, but it happens. But if you have not been able to stop it, something is coming. That is accelerating towards you and what was pursuing And that something is also empowered to first break the arrows. Destroy every wickedness that was trying to catch up with you. And then overtake and then catch up with you. Will somebody say amen? amen. The scepter of the wicked will not remain on what is allotted. Allotted means allocated. And every day there is an allocation. Child of God, the devil has robbed us for too long. We don't even know who our father is. We don't even understand how he works. There is a daily allocation. And what has happened is that you have been living on maybe an allocation for half a day for the last five years. Meanwhile, you have an allocation every day. Imagine how rich you would be if you received them. What has been allocated or allotted to you is something due to you. As a lawyer, let me let you know what this means. If something is allocated to you, 
it is due to you, which means in the past. You are supposed to already have had it and be enjoying it. When something is due to you, it means that something is not allowing the manifestation of what should have been. Who? You should have been bigger than this. You should have been higher than this. You should have gotten married by now. You should have had the baby because it is due to you. Now what is coming behind from God that is allocated to you is going to deal with whatever did not allow it to happen and is going to speed up the manifestation to the person who can receive this one. Jump on your feet and say I receive my own in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to me. The same Psalm 125 and verse 3. Listen to this. Because this is a season of blessing. The season of instruction, you have endured it. In the message translation of the Bible, the same Psalm 125 and verse 3, the Bible says, The feast of the wicked will never violate what is due to the righteous. So the feast of the wicked, the word violate is to mangle, it is to spoil something that so that even if it manifests, it will be an ugly version of what should have happened. That's why, hey, some things have happened to us. All your life, you wanted a white wedding. But because it was violated, the marriage is not as sweet as the wedding. To violate somebody doesn't mean you kill the person. You can violate a woman and it's not that the woman is dead but she's like a zombie because you, you really spoiled her spirit and you broke her soul. So she's walking like this. She's kind of alive but she's not alive. So anybody that now gets a violated woman will never enjoy the woman. That's what violate means. The devil is a violator. Something is coming that's going to stop him. The feast of the wicked will never violate what is due to the righteous. So that the righteous will not be provoked to do the wrong things. Can you say amen? So something is pursuing everyone. I've changed my language now. I didn't say something is pursuing you. I said something is pursuing what? Everyone. To the person that is good, prosperity and favor based on loving kindness is pursuing them. I have good news for you. The Bible says in Proverbs 13 and verse 21, the New King James says, evil pursues sinners. I said to you before now, something is pursuing everybody. It depends on who you are. And it depends on who somebody is to you. So anybody pursue you to do evil, the Bible says evil pursues sinners but for me it is goodness and loving kindness that is pursuing me evil pursues sinners but to the righteous good shall be repaid good is when you respond to the instruction of the lord good is when you do what you are told to do with a good attitude allow me to read from the living bible the living bible in the same proverbs 13 and verse 21 says curses chases sinners while what blessings chase the righteous that's a good place for you to shout to the lord blessing chases the righteous i told you something is pursuing you and yet something else is pursuing those that were pursuing you all the masquerades that were pursuing you something will start pursuing them for you 
Because curses will chase sinners and evil will pursue sinners. So what am I saying? You don't need to curse those who curse you. Because something is pursuing them. You don't need to curse those who do evil to you. Because, uh, this, because something is already allocated to them. God allocates blessings to the righteous. And he allocates curses and evil to those that want to do us evil. Listen, when the Bible says bless those that curse you. It almost seems like, God, why are you letting them get away with it? They will be emboldened to do it again. No, 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 no. There is an allocation every day. Everybody gets an allocation every day. They will not miss their own allocation, those, those ones. And we too, we will not miss our own allocation. Say double amen. Amen for the other one. Amen for this one. Glory to God. And this is another reason why you too should not sin. If evil pursues sinners, when blessings pursue the righteous, it's not about the pastor now. It is for your own good. There's a daily allocation for everybody. They won't miss their own. But what does it matter if they don't miss their allocation and causes catch up with them and yet we miss our own? So the people that sent masquerades after you, they get dealt with. But you did not appropriate your own allocation. You remain on one spot. And to, to them, they still won. Because what they wanted is for you to be stagnated and you're still stagnated. Somebody help me do the same. Never, not in my own life, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, what is pursuing you is sent by God as your daily allocation. Lift up your right hand and say, Father, thank you for my allocation for the 22nd of November 2020. I have missed many allocations from today. Download in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what is pursuing you was assigned by good reason, by God who knows what you need. That we will not miss it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The allocation and that which was assigned to us by the Lord God who loves us. May the Lord make us wise enough to receive those things that our situation may change for better in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Having said that, don't curse those that curse you anymore. Don't repay evil for evil. When you are tempted to do that, remember my words, there is an allocation. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. How does he visit them? He sends an allocation. Focus on your own allocation. They don't know that an allocation is coming to them. You know, just be, just be still and know that he's God. Focus on your allocation. As I look at you, you will not miss your allocation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what happens to allocations? Look at the national allocation. The federal government will allocate to state. Imagine a state that does not collect his allocation. Imagine a state that the allocation was diverted. Do you know you are supposed to be a lot better than you are by the simple analysis of the allocation that your father has been sending your way. I remember when my son was in America, I would send allocations to him. 
A good parent does not wait for your allocation to do. They're working on it long before you need it. Imagine he is living under in a cardboard city because he never got his allocation. And people will think he doesn't have a good father. Or people will think he doesn't have a father. That's the story of a lot of us. You're living in the decrepit part of life. You're not enjoying life. And it looks like your father is not good. But God is good. And his mercies, they endure forever. And his favor is according to his loving kindness and his merciful kindness. Your situation does not depict who your father is. And it's not because he's not good. There may be trouble between the allocation and you. That trouble will be dealt with in prayer today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Question then is, what are you supposed to do? Because when you walk with God, there's the God part and there's the man part. A lot of Nigerians always talk about the God part. They don't talk about their own part. It is a partnership. What are you supposed to do about what is allocated to you by your Lord God? Or let me put it this way. Is there something you are supposed to do about the allocation? Or you're just supposed to be looking fine and the allocation jumps on you. Hello? Is there something you're supposed to do? When I was a student in England, my dad would send me money. I would have to go to his bank and sign something. Sometimes they will post a check to you. Will the check put food in your stomach? You go and cash it. You go to the shop. You buy food and whatever you have to do. So the question is, what are we supposed to do about what is allocated to us on a daily basis? The good things, the very good things that are being allocated to us. As a matter of fact, I think I missed out something to saying to you, the good things that I'm talking about includes good people, good opportunities, good encounters, good experiences. The allocation is just not money and maybe spouse and children. Even your experiences. So the question to, let me try and answer the question because, but if you come on Wednesday, I will have time for us to pray because part of what we're supposed to do about our allocation is the right kind of prayer. Paul said, I fight not as one that beats the air, which means when it comes to my allocation, I, I knock it down. I nail it down. I don't have time for all that. So I hope you can make it in a physical worship. If you cannot, by any means, then join us online. The things you are supposed to do, one, you must know it. That's why I'm informing you. You must be informed and then you must be intentional about what you are informed about. You must know it and then you must first thank God. How many of you are really thankful right now to the knowledge that there is a daily allocation? It's not a monthly allocation. It's not a yearly. It's a every day. His mercies are new every morning. Wave your hands to the Lord. And just say, Father, I just thank you for the revelation that I have that every day of my life, before I wake up, there is an allocation that is released from the heavens on the basis of your love and your faithfulness. You release very good things. You release prosperity. You release favor based on your loving kindness for me. Lord, I'm sorry if I don't feel like it because I've not been receiving all of it. But I thank you because you keep doing it and you will keep doing it. Glory to God. We have to know it. We have to thank God for it. And then we have to secure it. What did I say? 
We have to secure it. The Bible says in Psalm 125 verse 3, it says the feast of the wicked will not violate what is due to the righteous. It has to be secured when it has value. For instance, when the central bank allocates money to a commercial bank and it's coming with 600 million naira, is this, do they send it unsecured? What did they do? Bullion van, anti-riot policemen, all kinds of things. So when you have an allocation, it is a value you put on it that will determine how you secure it before you have been careless. When you wake up in the morning, after you say, Father, thank you, say, Father, that allocation, that allocation that is going to make my life sweet. That allocation that will silence my enemies. That allocation that will dry my tears. I secure it with the blood of Jesus. I secure it with the presence of angels. I secure it with my expectation. I secure it with my prayers. And you just, and then you, you monitor it. If you can monitor an order, you make an order online. You know, they send you a link that you can monitor it. It is in Minnesota. From Minnesota, it's in New York. It is on the plane to London. It's going to transship to Lagos. You monitor You monitor your dress, but you don't monitor your allocation. You monitor your lipstick that is a nice color that is not in Nigeria, but you don't monitor your allocation. How many of you will your children be come from Australia? You won't be monitoring their flights. You left Sydney. You're changing over in Manila. From Manila, you're going to land in Paris. From Paris, you're, Pastor, we know the monitor. We monitor so that my child won't get lost in transit. Why don't you monitor your divine allocation? And that's why the devil, the road of the wicked, cannot rest. Cannot rest on the lot of the righteous. That's why the, the devil can steal and divert a lot of things because you are not wise enough to monitor what is the most important thing God is giving you. A lot of problems we were battling with was never supposed to have been our portion. But reverse will be the case from today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we're supposed to secure whatever the Lord is sending to us. Can I hear you say Amen. We're going, to, we're going to walk in a way. If something is pursuing you, and the trajectory is supposed to be like this, if you suddenly turn to the left, you know what will happen to that thing? So when God says, don't go shallow, stay on the course of deeper, it has to do also with your allocation being able to catch up with you. If something is chasing you, it is not presumed that it will catch you. If something is pursuing you, it depends on how you're running. And sometimes you're running with the wrong people so much so that your blessing cannot even catch up with you. Let me tell you, my grandmother used to say the devil gives energy to people that want to do bad things. If you are going to outrun your allocation and you are foolish enough not to know that your allocation is pursued, the devil will give you power. You will run like Olympic person because it pays him. Let us pray one prayer. Father, any energy that I am receiving from hell 
to make me around my allocation. Father, I drop it today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Christ. My grandmother would say, devil gives power to people that will do the wrong thing. It is when you want to read your book, you don't have power. When you want to party 24-7. Hello? Hello? When you want to shop till you drop, do you get hard? It is when you want to save that is hard. When you want to spend, it's not hard at all. Father, that energy, that is not a good energy. We drop it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we will let the allocation overtake us. We will stop outrunning our allocation. Can I hear you say amen? amen? Then we're going to download it because it's a spiritual allocation. You see, God is in the spirit. And whatever he does in the spirit, and whatever what he sends in the spirit, it is your responsibility to make sure it transits into the terrestrial. So when the allocation is coming, child of God, you need to know your father is spirit. And he does things in the spirit, but it must manifest in the physical. And the physical he has given to the sons of men. And you need to understand it and stand in the gap and release power for it to manifest on this side of eternity. Because listen, any blessing that remains in the spiritual cannot help me. Do you want your money to remain in the spiritual? Do you want your joy to remain in the spiritual? No. So you have to download it into the physical, into the terrestrial, from the spiritual with understanding, with focus, intentionally. So when you pray and the morning says, Father, I thank you for my allocation. But you don't pray to say, Lord, I know it's coming in the spiritual form. But I need my baby in the physical form. When you have spiritual babies... It's a problem. I want the baby to, come on now, manifest. If you have spiritual husband, not problem. You, you cannot convince anybody, God send me a location of husband, spiritual husband, that night when you see. <laughs> when it's time to party with your girls, you don't see the man. It's 2 a.m. The man shows up. No, 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 no. You're going to pray some prayers. You download it into the terrestrial. Hey, Jide, Minister Jide, do you want your prophecy to be the MD of a bank to remain in the spirit? No, 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 no. We're downloading it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody give the Lord some praise right now. You have to download it. There are too many things in the spiritual hanging around you. They can't find expression because you are a physical being in the physical world. We are not of this world, but for now, we are in this world. People will not be saying, ah, look at this woman has style. She looks like somebody should have money. But her money is in the spirit. Those days are over. It will manifest in the physical in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are going to also do another thing. You are going to confidently expect it. It is the expectation of the righteous that is not disappointed. You can know something, but you're not expecting it. Do you understand what I'm saying? The spiritual realm deals with your knowledge and your heart, your faith, and your, how you posture. Expectation is a position you take that the spirit realm connects with. Hello, somebody. So when you pray that prayer, and you get to work, and you're smiling, say, good morning, and you say, oh, it's a very good morning. I say, yeah, very good morning, how? Because you're expecting something. You're expecting a promotion letter. You're expecting good news. Do you know people don't do that anymore? 
Expectation must be confident. It is not after you receive it that you are confident. If you're a believer, you'll start being confident about your allocation. When it shows up, you will say, thank God, but you'll look at the allocation. What took you so long? Praise God. Let me prophesy to someone. When your husband says, I'm very glad, you look exactly as the way I said, but what took you so long? Hello. Glory to God. All the ladies are quiet now. I'm prophesying for you. You are quiet. You better say amen. Well, well, Lord. You're going to confidently expect it. You're going to look out for it. The word look out means I don't like what I see. But I will lift up my eyes beyond my problems to see what God is allocating my way. I don't like how I feel. You know, sometimes your feelings are so strong that your body and your mind cannot even function. You have to look above how you feel. That is how you look out for your allocation. Somebody say, look out, look out, look out for it. And then you're going to connect with it. So when it arrives, some people, their drama is too much. Don't do drama when your allocation arrives. Connect with it. Appropriate it. And look for ways of maximizing it. Glory to God. I said glory to God. One more question before I go. What do you do with what is allocated to you when you finally appropriate it? I want an answer. When you have expected it, you have downloaded it, it has arrived, you have appropriated it. What are you supposed to do with it? I'm going to give 5K to the person that gives me the right answer. 5K. New notes. Or Shara, new notes. 5K. Who said that? Two of you. Five, 5,000 for you. You know, my problem with spiritual people is they don't understand that the Bible says God giveth us all things richly to enjoy. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. What? You mean you don't know that when your husband finally arrives, you're 39 years old, you will not be praying in tongues. He gives us all things richly to enjoy. What's wrong with you? If you don't know how to enjoy, me, I'll go and pass to another church. It is scripture. He gives us all things. He didn't say to enjoy. Richly to enjoy. Help me find that scripture, put it up. It's in the New Testament. Before somebody says, don't mind him. It's the Old Testament. It's New Testament. When your allocation shows up, it's time for you to celebrate. Don't be apologetic. When you were weeping, everybody was happy. Why is it that when I'm celebrating, you are now unhappy? Listen, you can choose to be unhappy, but weeping endures for the night. But joy. Shatalaba. Hey, let me warn you. Let me warn you. If what I'm expecting shows up, I'm going to take a vacation. I will drop your microphone for you. Step COVID or no COVID into something that will take me somewhere. Hmm. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree or not, I will be enjoying the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 
Let me ask, if you want to enjoy your allocation, I want you to stand to your feet and shout hallelujah so that the Lord was. As you remain standing, I want to close the, the Passion Translation of the Bible, Psalm 23 verse 6. It says, so why would I fear the future? If this is all that God has been planning, and the sequence I now understand. What I need to do about it, I now understand. So why would I fear the future for your goodness and your love pursues me all the days of my life? The easy translation of the Bible. Some of you have never heard of that one before. The easy translation of the Bible, Psalm 23 verse 6 it says, I am sure that you will always be good to me. I don't think you heard me. I am sure that you will always be good to me. You will love me all the days of my life. That will never, ever change. Glory to God. If you're glad this morning, help me appreciate the Lord. The one who allocates very good things. Very, very wonderful people our way. Very wonderful opportunities our way. Father, we want to thank you today. For the understanding that you're not just a God who saves. You're a God that allocates blessings. No wonder the Bible said, take no thought what you eat, drink or wear. Your father knows you have need of those things. And you are the one that gives all things richly for us to enjoy. And we want to thank God that those that broke our hearts, those that make us miserable, that send masquerades to us, there is another allocation for them. So that we don't need to deal with them. Father, the season of going deeper is now changing to the season of God blessing us whilst it releases another location to the things that broke our hearts. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. Thank you for the allocations. Thank you for the understanding. Thank you for the manifestation. When people see what will happen, they will go back to this message and say, truly, the Lord spoke to us. To you alone be glory and praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord, now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, say amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Before you sit down, tell your neighbor, say, something is pursuing me. Something good, something powerful, some good things. Prosperity is pursuing me. Hallelujah. You, you may be seated. Glory to God.